Hey, welcome back to the program. My name is Alan Crutter. Can I see your papers, please? Can I see your Vax passport? How much longer are you going to be asked that? Well, of course, you know that in the province of Ontario, as of March 1st, the Vax passport is gone. Although if you were with me yesterday on the radio program, you heard from restaurant owners who said that, mm, no, you know what? We're going to continue to ask for it because that's what our clientele wants. They feel safer knowing that everyone is Vax. So it is up to individual businesses as to whether or not that they will ask for the Vax passport. By the way, if you want to hear that interview, all of our interviews are posted anywhere that you get your favorite podcast. Just search Alan Carter. That's A-L-A-N, last name Carter. And uh, you can listen to that interview and their explanation as to why it is that they will not be lifting the requirement for Vax passports. Ontario is doing it. Other provinces are doing it. But British Columbia yesterday announced a relaxation of a number of restrictions. For example, you, as of Wednesday night, and my next guest will be excited about this, you can once again dance in a club. Dancing. Dancing returns to British Columbia. But the Vax passports are not going away. To talk all about that, I'm pleased to welcome back to the program Richard Zussman, who is Global BC's reporter out there. Richard, um, obviously you're excited about uh, tripping the light. Fantastic. But what about Vax passports? Why aren't they going away? And I have my dancing shoes on just for you, Alan. The big part in all of this is a combination of things. First off, similar to what you were alluding to in Ontario, uh, Premier John Horgan here says that businesses want these vaccine cards and they will remain in British Columbia because it gives businesses confidence to operate. It also uh, gives customers the confidence to go uh, visit those places. And it also allows British Columbia to move faster around other restrictions. So I asked this question yesterday during the COVID-19 briefing. Dr. Henry said in Ontario, they are getting rid of the vaccine cards, but they are still remaining at 50% capacity for sporting events, where all of the capacity limits in BC, except for in schools, are getting lifted tomorrow. So that's 100% at a hockey game, 100% at a wedding, uh, you can have events, gatherings at full capacity, and largely that is because the province says the vaccine card works. It works at cutting down transmission. It works at mitigating severe impacts due to COVID-19, and so that's why they're forging ahead. The interesting line from Horgan, in essence, was, we don't want to backtrack on all the gains we have made, more than 92% of BC adults have the vaccine card. We don't want to backtrack on all the work that's been done in that regard. That's interesting to compare that to what uh, Doug Ford was asked exactly the same question about businesses, you know, who will be put in a weird position. And he said, it's over, it's done. We're sick and tired of it. Um, mm -hmm. And he said he was you know, never in favor of Vax passports uh, since the beginning. What's, what's the business reaction been in British Columbia to the fact that Vax passports will remain? The main hospitality sectors are overwhelmingly in favor of it. So bars and restaurants and now nightclubs are open. They are in favor. You know, Vancouver Canucks are in favor of those vaccine cards staying in place. There are some places where the clientele may be um, a higher rate of unvaccination. It's impacting those businesses. We will no doubt hear from those businesses over the next few days. 
But um, because there are so many people that are vaccinated, it has largely become a part of people's routines. And there's a promise here to review the vaccine card in the middle of March, just before spring break, as well as in April, right before Easter. And I would expect at some point it will be phased out. But for now, with hospitalization still high and still a lot of new cases, you know, the commitment is we've made this work and we're going to stick to it because we don't see any evidence that getting rid of it now is a good idea. Rightly or wrongly, Doug Ford faces uh, criticism that this decision is political in nature. Doug Ford faces an election in June. Obviously, it's a different uh, brand of politics in your province. Uh, Does the premier there also face accusations of political motivation for this decision? Less so. And I think a lot of what's happening here is this split on the left and the right. And, And Still, a majority of the population, you know, recent polling in British Columbia indicates that 65% of people are in favor of the vaccine card. As you and I both know, Alan, covering politics for a long time, when you have 65% on a poll, that's something to go to the bank with. uh, Because, you know, an overwhelming majority of the public supports this initiative. In jurisdictions where we're seeing, you know, more conservative premiers, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, that's where we're seeing... Uh, a whipsaw away from vaccine cards. And, you know, you, there are different conversations happening around the science associated with the specific vaccine card. The reality is we know that vaccination helps prevent severe illness and in many regards prevents spread as well. And that is the basis of the vaccine card. And again, the, the argument made in BC is that these are for discretionary events. You know, if you want to go to a restaurant and you don't want to get vaccinated, you can take out food. If you want to watch the Canucks, you can do it on TV. If you want to go exercise, you can do it in your basement or in the park. You know, it's not a perfect world, but it's obviously these are targeting things that are non-essential in terms of people's lives. It's not impacting hospitals and schools and shopping malls and grocery stores. Richard, I really appreciate you bringing us up to speed what's happening in British Columbia. Please be well. Yeah, my pleasure. Always fun coming on. Thanks, Alan. Yeah, we'll see you on the dance floor, Richard. <laughs> All right, that's Richard Sussman, a Global BC reporter. Why that different take there, huh? I mean, I, I, really, I really believe that there is a significant number of people out there in Ontario who feel the same way about Vax passports going away on March the 1st. Now, I opened up the phone lines yesterday and I said, you know, it, it, is this the right move? And caller after caller said, it's time for it to go. It's time for it to go. It's time for it to go. I'm not entirely sure that you heard the percentage of, of polling information in British Columbia. I don't, I don't sense it's all that much different here in Ontario. We all want to see it go. But I, I don't think that Ontario is that much different in the percentage of people who are still somewhat reluctant to see that go. Now, keep in mind the timing on this, March 1st. Before Omicron came along, like our timeline to remove the Vax passport was later than it's going to go away now. Does that make sense? When we come back, the reaction from the airports council, the uh, airports uh, council has a reaction to what the health minister said about the new rules for the borders. I'll tell you what that means in terms of whether or not you're going to go away for March break. What's that mean? And my story about meeting one of my favorite authors, one of my favorite people, uh, P.G. O'Rourke, who recently passed away, 
uh, and how it all went so terribly badly. That's next. My name is Alan Carter.